Welcome to the 123rd episode of the Crack Die Podcast. Woohoo! All right. Woo! One, One, two, two three. three. Eyes on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that takes me back to like Girl Scout elementary oh. school days. I smell a teacher. Is there a teacher here? I think it's a teacher mm, here. I don't think so. That's almost the code for my luggage. <laughs> but you'll never figure out the fourth digit. Couldn't be four. Damn it. <laughs> Is everyone sitting crisscross applesauce? Maybe. Sit nap time. Also, I don't go the Mel Brooks route. I go the Monty Python route. So my luggage is one, two, three, five. Oh. <laughs> Isn't it one, two, five? No, three, sir. <laughs> three shall be the number of thy counting, and the number of thy counting shall be three. It's official. We're a Pathfinder podcast. We've made Monty Python and the Holy Grail references. We've done it, guys. Congratulations. <laughs> there we go. All right. That's a wrap. Nice. Thanks for listening. Are we done? Can we go home? We're done. We can take it home now. We can retire. Oof, thank goodness. Yep. You're welcome. This is tough. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump into this game and we will go back and take. Uh, let me let's do a little recap and then we'll take it to the game. Take it to the game. So you guys finished dealing with the tower and the Scarlet Triad members. You met Laria Longroad. What tower were we at? Tennyson. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Yep. All right. All right. <laughs> and you met Laria Longroad, who told you, hey, go check out Summershade Granite Quarry. Well, go talk to Summershade. They own a granite quarry. And you guys did. And you wandered in. You found the four guards that were weakened at Bernie's on spears standing up, looking like they were still on guard, but they were clearly dead. You guys wandered into the Summershade Granite Quarry. Four of you went straight down the middle, looking around seeing that this is hundreds of feet across. This granite pit has sheer sides, thorny brush and lichen growing along the walls. The floor of the quarry contains four rectangular pits surrounded by worn paths. Each pit is covered with an iron mesh lid. Cave openings dot the sides of the quarry walls. To the northwest, there is a, another cave opening about 15 feet off the ground. To the northeast, there is another one that is 30 feet off the ground. You also saw in the middle of the quarry pit a smoky gray skin, sharp featured and golden armor decorated with skulls and scythe motif on a large creature. However, one of you decided to go exploring on their own and wandered off one of the side routes of the cave and is now alone in the darkness. I attack the darkness. <laughs> That's two. We're two for two, guys. So let's jump back in. I put you in initiative. You guys rolled initiative. And I also made some secret perception checks for you guys. Twin Talon and Brianna, you hear like moaning coming from the grates, the pits. That's not good. Well, it depends what kind of moaning. What? I guess so. Not good moaning. Oh, okay. I mean, this group has a history of mishearing moaning if you watch Twitch. Is it this group or the, the Cracked Eye podcast group? I would say as a collective, as a collective. Yeah. Listen, just because I missed my my check, I think I still should have gotten some. Anyway, this is a discussion for a different time. Uh -huh, yep. <laughs> Tune into Twitch, guys. Apparently there's drama <laughs> <laughs> and moaning. So Twin Talon, you go first. 
Okay, so um, looking at the core here, Twin Talon thinks that there's enough brush probably for him to skirt around the east and maybe get up one of these holes, but it's unlikely the whole group's going to make it that way without drawing attention. And seeing the holes around the periphery makes me think that there's probably other rooms. So starting a fight in the center, probably not the best idea. I think we're going to get overrun if we do that. But uh, I think a good idea would be to maybe make a recall knowledge as to see what kind of creature this is. I'm going to guess it's society because it looks like a giant. It's a big person. It is society. And this is a secret role. Let me roll that for you. So secret. Okay, you know that this is a shadow giant. Shadow giants are fierce natives of the shadow plane where they have dwelled in perpetual twilight for millennia. They stand about 15 feet tall with gray skin and hair only a shade lighter. Shadow giants are fearsome foes with a well-earned reputation as zealous warmongers and ruthless combatants. Okay, so Twin Talon will motion for everyone to back up and then he will slowly move backwards and duck into that cave entrance where Knife Sword fucked off to. <laughs> uh, and so 30 feet and another 30 will get me just inside the entrance. And Tesani will look at Twintel and go and look at Brianna. And then she will shift back roughly halfway in between the cave mouth and where Brianna still is. All right. Brianna. Brianna will kind of take a peek at the room ahead and then trust her best friend and, and follow suit. All right. Into the cave you go. I don't know why I suddenly became a pirate, but. <laughs> the hazard of the job. Yeah, it really is. Eventually, all voice acting turns to piracy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thanks, Owen. You're welcome. Okay, it is now Knife Sword's turn. Yar. Pirate Goblin. I think you said Goblin twice. Oh, you're right. <laughs> all right, so Knife Sword, it's your turn. Oh, good. My party's with me. Uh, they were there the whole time, I'm sure. Okay, I'm going this way. <laughs> All right, let's stop right here. You see several weapon racks and lockers made from dark wood standing against the north wall. You also see a bunch of thugs sitting around a table playing cards. Now, here's my question for you, Robert. Were you just like walking in like do to do to do whatever? I believe we were sneaking as of we were last week. Great. So can you tell me what your stealth DC is? It'd be your stealth score plus 10. 27. 27. OK, let's just roll some quick things here. So the one to the north and the one to the south hear you walking down the street and being your knife sorty self turn around and look at you and you hear oi what's that i grab my coin purse i shake it and go got room for one more guys what? <laughs> uh you know it's never a dull moment with you i mean i think that's the best reaction give me a diplomacy roll, please. Okay. What did you roll? I got a 34. <laughs> a 34. The two of them look at each other, look at you, look back to each other, look across at another person, look back at you. Sure, why not? Come and join us. <laughs> ah, excellent. New recruit, huh? So I assume we can hear all this exchange, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. 
I gotcha. Whoa, this room got totally different. (laughs) 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 There we go. Shut up. (laughs) All right. So you come over and you join the poker game. Of course he does. Of course. Okay, but does he know the rules? (laughs) All right. So it is now Soraya's turn. I'm going to follow. Well, I'm going to look and probably like shrug at Ood, just kind of like, okay, I guess we're going that way. And I will follow the rest of the group. Okay. I mean, I could scoot ahead of everybody and see what the hell Nice Sword's getting up to because I can move 35 feet in action. Okay, I'll put you slightly in front of Twin Talon. Well, because I think I can get ahead of Brianna in my second action alone. Like I can get like up to this corner. Yeah, that's 70 feet exactly. So that's two actions. All right. I still have a third action. I know. I'm. Uh, but hold on. You need to come to the right screen now. Okay. Well, that's your, all right, let's move on voice. So I'm going to slowly take my next action. I'm just going to kind of meander so I can see the rest of the room. Oh, okay. So you catch a glimpse of everybody. Can I see her too then? Yeah, you should be able to see me. I'm like two squares ahead of you. No, I mean, like that's about where knife sword stopped when he had to. Yeah, I just wanted to give the, the room description. But now they're all in. You hear this group of people just talking to knife sword, very enthralled. Oh, how'd you get involved with the Scarlet Triad? It's nice to see someone new around here. Recruitment's been down lately. I'll have to say the new bonus really helped. You're making 15 gold an hour? That's impossible. I've been here for years and I'm only making 10. Also, I got options to uh, move up and I get a percentage cut at the annually. What? That's ridiculous. I need to go talk to Lazlin about this. Saraya just like drags a hand on her face. Just like, <laughs> oh, dear Lord. What do we do now? <laughs> uh, she's not going to move any closer. Because that seems dangerous. Yes, it would. (laughs) Okay. Heidi, it is Ooh's turn. All right. Um, Ooh is going to make her way as well, but not without, like, maybe, like, farting in her spot. And then she's going to walk away. (laughs) Okay. And make her way to the, um, where everyone else is. All right. So you're now all in this weird, dark area. And does... Who have dark vision or low light? No. Okay. So there's three of us that can see and two that can't? Correct. So, ooh, you move in there. It is pitch black. Can't even see your hand in front of your face. It's real dark in here, y'all. Ooh starts groping around. That's my boob. (laughs) That's my pterodactyl. (laughs) Is that a banana in your pocket? (laughs) Jasper squawks and flaps at you. No! (laughs) I grab Ooh's hand. No. There's people ahead. Yeah, Tesani does have dark vision too. Oh, she does? Okay, great. I have low light vision. Oh, you do? Well, it just means that you don't take a penalty from dim light, I think, but darkness is still darkness. It doesn't do anything for that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now it is back to Twin Talon. You clearly hear them all talking to Knife Sword. All right. So what I want to do is I want to try to help Brianna and Ooh get to like farther down since I can see, but I, I don't know how to do that with the turn thing. I guess I have to just delay. So you want to assist them? Yeah, I want to assist them with stealth if that helps. I like to help them get in without just like smacking into the walls and stuff. Okay. Yeah, I'd say you have to delay until either Brianna or Ooh's turn. Okay. Sounds good. Ooh can see, kind of, right? I don't know. I know Brianna can't see. I don't think we've ever been in a dark spot with Ooh. No. 
Okay, so then you're gonna delay. They're just talking still to Knife Sword. So, Brianna, it is your turn. I can't see shit. Yeah, so I'll help you just, here, take my hand, fall this way. There's a rock there. Be careful. Ow, my toes. <laughs> no, 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 shh, shh, shh. My toes. <laughs> Pick up your feet. There we go, okay. But it's less scary if I shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a lot of noise. Okay, I'm sorry. Actually, no, I'm, I'm pretty quiet in general, I would assume. Yeah. So this is just for for memes for the walls. So she she tries to follow along. I guess follow the leader would be the all the expert. Yeah, that'd be the exploration. So Mac, you can move, and Brianna can move as if she could see, and I will handle moving her up to as far as you go. Okay, I figure out where I can see stuff. Fifteen. Okay, at that point I start to see people. Do we want to ambush them, or what are we going to do? I mean. Pretty much exclusively and always, yes. <laughs> Their full attention is on Knife Sword. Are we doing that now, or are we going to try to sneak by them? I think we're going to have to extract Knife Sword, and it would be best if we took them out so that they don't come up behind us. All right. We can get one more for 25. That's like one move for Brianna. So can you move her up behind me? Yep. Okay. At that point, can you see, Haya? I definitely see people. Okay. So if I think that Brianna can see, then I'm going to let her go. And she immediately falls. What? <laughs> no, I mean, she's a capable warrior. I just got her where she could be a little more effective, I guess. Just to say closer to the action. Point her in the right direction. I got one more space in my movement, so that's that. So that's two moves. That is one move, unless you've made me move double or something. Nope, that is one move. Sorry. Okay. Then for my second move, yeah, these guys don't know what's happening. Twin Town's going to move up behind these two guys here uh, at the table who look like the guy with one eye and a club, and then this dwarf we keep running into, this dwarf mini. Now that you have a full description of the room, several weapon racks and lockers made from dark wood stand against the north wall. In an alcove to the west, four chairs surround a table that is heaped with coins. A natural passage in the stone leads west and southeast. A canvas curtain hangs in the passage leading west. Okay, so Jim Talons comes up behind these two, and I'll be like, he's cheating. And he's going to stab the guy that's next to the knife sword in the back. Oh, jeez. Uh, that is a 38. I believe that is a critical hit. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Good way to start it off. <laughs> uh, piercing spinal tap. Normal damage. Crit effect target is second three. So <laughs> Twin Talons sneaks up on this guy, yells, he's cheating, and then stabs him directly in the spine. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I mean, it doesn't. Sounds terrible. Oh, my God. So that's 36 damage. Okay. He's sickened three, and I'm going to put the precise debilitation so that he takes an additional 2d6 damage from my subsequent attacks. Ugh, gross. Okay. And then Tesani, hearing the sounds of combat, is going to move into the room. Okay. Brianna, you have two actions left on your turn. Hmm. How far? Jeez. I think Brianna is going to cast Divine Lance this time. No, actually, no. I forget. She has a javelin. Haha. -ha. Uh, you have a super javelin. Yeah. I have a very fucking cool javelin. It comes back. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Brianna is going to uh, heft her javelin and yeet it at the clear cheater that Twin Talon is, is working on. Why not? Oh, the one he just stabbed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's focus fire. How's a 27? 27 versus his AC. Because he is sickened three 
and flat-footed to because they didn't know you were there. That is a hit. Nice. Take 10 points of damage. I don't wanna. Is it just a javelin? It's a plus one striking, so it does an extra d6. So it's another six. So 16 points of damage? Yep. Nice. And the javelin comes back for next turn. I think that's all I can do, because I took the javelin out. You would have had to draw it. Yeah, and then fired it, so those are my two actions. All right. Bang, bang. Knife sword. You see Twin Talon come up and prison shank this guy in the kidneys and spine. And then you see a javelin fly out of the hallway, smashing this guy in the chest. And then it pulls out of his chest and returns down the hallway. And now it's your turn. I can only wait to see what happens. Holy shit. Where did those guys come from? You guys seeing this? Nope. Is it my turn? It is your turn. Okay, I'm going to raise. Okay. Apparently this game is really <laughs> serious. High stakes. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to I'm going to raise 20. <laughs> oh, oh, it's all you're hearing. <laughs> is he still in? Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> the gaming commission takes cheating very seriously. Are you making any attacks or are you just going to continue to play poker? I'm playing cards. I'm going all in. Okay. <laughs> all right. So then the other guy with the club is going to say, what? And going to move. He's no longer flat footed. He's going to move 15, 20. Does that provoke anything from you, Matt? Uh, unfortunately, no. Okay, great. So then he's going to... Swing a club at you. That's a 25. That is a miss. All right. And going to try one more time. 24. That is a miss. All right. Then the lovely gentleman in front of you. You can't be flat footed, right? Not unless they are higher level than me. They are not. So he is going to reach down and actually, no. Uh, yeah, he's going to reach down and grab a flail and swing it right at you. He's so rude. While seated? That doesn't seem right. 29. If it's a straight 29, that is Twin Talents AC and that will hit. But if somehow it's modified it with the negative two, then I rolled an 11 with plus 18 is 29. So, okay, yeah, that hits. Great. I'm sorry, you out of range. It's all good. Ooh, max damage, 22 points of damage. It's all good. He's then going to flail at you again. I think you should take a negative for sitting down, but whatever. I'll take a negative five on this attack. How's that? On your second attack? Wait, do you, if you're like prone or, or sitting or? I don't know. I think it would be very awkward to take a, a flail and swing it at someone who's behind you. <laughs> I mean, that's just me. Uh, if it's a 28, that will miss. 28? All right. He got lucky on the first one. Soraya, it is your turn. Well, I can definitely see everybody at least. So the guy behind Twin Talon is 50 feet away from me, which means he is still within range of my sling. So I'm going to pull that out for one action. I'm going to give Jasper... Ah, do I want to do that? You know, I'm going to give Jasper two actions. He's going to hand me my sling after loading it. So he has manual dexterity and he can do that. Doesn't he have to draw it then? What do you mean? Well, no matter what, it's draw and load, right? So then when the th wouldn't it be a third action to hand it to you? Yeah, it's one of those where I'm trying to like get his valet ability off, but it, it's not great with a loading weapon if you don't have it in your hand already. Yeah. Next turn. Yeah, so I'm gonna now I'm gonna take out my sling, I'm gonna load it, and I'm going to wing one at this guy. And these are the ones that have been poisoned. 
because we have so many doses of that. Yeah, you put it in a wine skin. What poison it was? Centipede venom, I think. Giant centipede. Yes. That's 39 total. <laughs> and is that the one behind Twin Talon or the one that Twin Talon has been eating up? Uh, no, the one that had tried to come up behind Twin Talon. Ah, okay. So that is a hit. That's not a critical? Nope. It's a th- I rolled a 19. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Which means their AC is, what, 30 at least? At least, because it's a 39 after everything. Yep. Well, fine. He still has to try and save against the poison. Yes, I know. You roll your damage. All right, all right. I mean, this sling does like 1d4 or something. It's not great. Uh, 1d6, sorry. Okay, so he takes two damage from the sling. And then he has to make a DC, I think. Hang on, let me pull up how giant centipede venom. DC 22. Uh, unless it's when I use alchemy, it's a DC 29. <laughs> okay, well, he rolled a 39. He rolled a 19. God! <laughs> Does that just negate entirely? Yeah, it's a critical success. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's okay. Law of averages is he will fail eventually. Ooh, it is your turn. It is my turn. Ooh will roll into the arena to start swinging. That was a good fight. Okay. I'll swing at this person to the northwest of me. Okay. That's the one who hit me. Oh, good. He's still sitting down. With his flail out. So you know what? Since he's still sitting, I'll make him flat-footed. All right. I will take a swing and a miss with 22. That will miss. Okay, so you move twice and you punched. I swung with an adamantine battle app. Ah, okay. Still missed. <laughs> still missed. It's all right. Okay, so from behind the curtain, Twin Talon, you start to hear the rumblings. In the tumblings? Rumbly my tumbly. And another dwarf comes from behind the curtain. And then... And then... And no and then! And then! No and then! No and then! And then and then and then and then and then! You see a third dwarf appear from behind this curtain. The Scarlet Tribe member to the south looks at Knifesaur and goes, I don't think you really joined the Scarlet Triad at all. Yes, I did. And he goes to draw a flail and then swing a flail at Knife Sword. Oh boy, that's a natural 20 Ooh. for a total of 38. That's a critical hit for 42 points of damage. Yikes. <laughs> Just a scratch. Oops. So he drew, swung, and he's going to take his third action to trip Knife Sword to the ground. I'm sitting. Push you over to... Actually, you know what? He's going to stand up so he is no longer flat-footed. <laughs> That's what he's going to do as his third action. Well, okay then. And you see another Scarlet Triad member start pushing through the curtain. Next up is the, the Scarlet Triad member who has a sword in his spine. He's going to turn around and swing at Twin Talon. Actually, he's going to kick, try and kick Twin Talon from a seated position. He's just going to stick his legs out, shove them at you for a 28. That will miss. Thank you, second. And then he's going to stand up as his third action. Not doing too well. I hate when they give you tactics for your NPCs because it just makes life harder for you guys. I don't know. It makes them feel real. Yeah, it is true. I'm a little surprised these guys showed up on the first round of combat, but... Well, it's now your turn. Okay, good. 
So Twin Talon will continue stabbing this guy here. Tired of these motherfucking Scarlet Triad members in this motherfucking cave. <laughs> uh, and he is still flat-footed to me. So 27 versus his sickened flat-footed AC. 27 will hit. Okay. And he has the plus 2d6 damage from last time. I think you still need to roll an extra 2d6, right? Yeah, I was trying to remember how it worked. So that's 37 damage to him. Oof. All right. He is bleeding profusely from the spine. Okay. I will do it again. That's a 20. That's a miss. It was floating on that 20 for a second. Yeah. I was not happy about that. I have three hero points. I'm going to use one of them. Okay. So I'm going to reroll that. 24 versus his flat-footed second AC? That will hit. Okay. All right. So that is 28 damage. Ooh. All right. He's still alive somehow. So Taysani is going to attack the dwarf that is in between us. So they would be flat-footed unless they have some ability to not be flat-footed. All right. They are flat-footed. Let me make them flat-footed. That is a 32 to hit that dwarf. Uh, that is a hit. Okay. So that is eight points of damage, eight point of beak damage. Okay. And for Twin Town's last action, he is going to take a step back this way. Southeast in between the two Scarlet Tribe members. So now he is adjacent to U and Taysani. Nothing good can come of that. Yeah, nothing good can come from being surrounded by five people. I mean, even though I don't get that flat-footed, it's just 15 attacks around that could go on me, which is not... Again, talking about law of averages, right? Yeah, right. Brianna, it is your turn. I think I'm going to go to Twin Town's other side and flank the bad guy with him, and then wail... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I kind of want to get into a position where I can take the heat off of people, so this might have to be a double move, then tumble through situation. I don't... I don't know... Oh, jeez. Knife sword's over there. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, knife sword's not in good shape, but unfortunately, there's a lot of them. I can't get to him. So that's one action to move there. Then you could javelin twice, or you could move again. I mean, luckily, you can walk right through Ooh if you wanted to get behind to the back there. Yeah, I'm just trying to see how I can... I wish there was, like, a taunt or something I could do where I could focus. <laughs> I will shimmy to Ooh's other side for the moment. Okay. Who gently caresses you as you walk by. <laughs> doesn't even cost a reaction or anything. Nope. <laughs> and for my last action, jeez, oh I will attack. How do I describe this person for our audience? It's 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 one of the, the attackers that's been bothering Knife Sword. It's the one that has a giant hole in his spine right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's take care of <laughs> let's take care of that one. Cause why not? We'll call him Spiny McSpinerson. I thought it'd be spineless McSpinerson. <laughs> I will Oh, geez. I don't think I have enough to draw my scimitar, but can I say I have my shield on me at all times? So I'll just smack him with my shield. Yeah, you can have a shield and a javelin out easily, but you can't have a javelin shield and sword out. So, yes, if you want to switch to your sword, you can. But I'll say you have your shield. Right. And you can always use the javelin against someone who's next to you. All right. You just stab. <laughs> all right. I'll stab him with my javelin because why not? All right. Ooh, or instead I punch him with my center clock gauntlet, huh? Huh? Ah, yeah. How is a 32? That is a hit. All right. Is that correct? 16 points of damage? Four plus a striking rune. Yeah. So it's 3d4. You rolled a two, a four, and a three plus seven. 16 points of damage. 
Okay, Mr. Sword of the Knife Variety. Okay, so I'm a little upset that this guy is not playing by the rules. <laughs> so I'm going to scapper under the table over to the other side of Ooh. Okay. That's my first turn. Okay, as you move... <laughs> Spiny McSpinerson is going to take an attack of opportunity. Hang on. Yes. If he takes an attack of opportunity, can I take one on him? No. No, but you can use your liberating strike on, or liberating step on my sword. He is close enough now. Okay, we'll do. All right, here comes the kick. 34 to hit. No, I'm a, I'm a well-armored tank. All right, let's see the damage here. <laughs> he didn't even believe me for a second. <laughs> Dude rolls 2d10 for his kicking. Yep. I want to roll deception on the DM. <laughs> That's a great club damage, but whatever. That's insane. 2d10 plus one for a total of 10 damage. I liberate. So he takes no damage. I throw up my shield instead. It goes to your sh... No, it doesn't. Does it go to your shield? Uh, flavor. Flavor. Oh, flavor-wise, yes. Yes, yes. Flavor-wise, I Captain America the shit out of that situation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now you may move. Finish your move, Mr. Sword. Okay. And now I'm uh, going to try something here. See, that's a great place to be. Behind Brianna, behind Ooh, behind Tesani. Also, I'm there. Would you like to place your 30-foot burst? Yeah, I'm going to put it right there. Have we seen that before? I don't think so. What's it called? Well, hang on. Let's see what happens. Oh, no, no. I think they should know what it's called. Yeah, and Rob should tell us since he's the one doing it. Okay, I hope that doesn't get Brianna and our team, does it? No, it looks like it misses us. Okay, I'm casting Phantasmal Calamity. A vision of apocalyptic destruction fills the mind of each creature in the area. The vision deals 11d6 mental damage. Basic will save. On a critical <laughs> failure, the creature must also succeed on a reflex save or believe it's trapped, stuck in a fissure, a drifted sea, or some other fate keeping with its vision. If it falls for a second save, it's also stunned for one minute. It can attempt a new will save at the end of each of its turns, and on a success, it disbelieves the illusion and recovers from the stunned condition. So I do believe this was cast before, but I don't know that it worked out well. Uh, yeah, it's great. You missed one of them, Sean. Guy in the bottom left. I know. All right. Let me make a DC 30 basic will save. Yeah, basic. There's also maybe if there's anybody in the room adjacent, it would hit them too, but we can't see them. This is like a fireball, but mental damage, basically. And as a possibility to stun people. Yeah, that's insane. Yes. So here we go. I have the one that hit you, Knife Sword, succeeded. Oh, the bastard. The one that's north of Twin Talon and west of Tasani succeeded. The one that is just peeking through the curtain right here critically failed. Excellent. Yes! <laughs> so he'll have to make that reflex save. Spiny McSpinerson failed. Hell yeah, goodbye. <laughs> the other Scarlet Triad member who's peeking through the curtain critically failed. So we're rolling like Warhammer numbers of D6s for those guys. <laughs> the one that is directly north of Spiny McSpinerson failed. The one who is to the north closest to the weapon rack succeeded. The one that is closest to Brianna, Ooh, and Twin Talon critically failed. And the other one with a club failed. So what happens here? <laughs> Well, they take 11d6 damage. Okay, so roll your 11d6. Mental damage. We'll apply half or double as necessary. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So 
just you should probably do the people who failed normally first because they're going to take the normal damage. I got 33. That's fairly average. Okay, so that's regular failures. Then no one critically succeeded, so that's good for you guys. Yep, so that's 16 damage for the two people who succeeded. There's three that succeeded. I choose to believe that's not true. When you're finished, I would like to describe what they're seeing. Oh, sure. Yes. Hang on. Let me do the critical failure, people, now. You take 66 damage. There's a lot of guys that took a lot of damage with this. What level spell is that, sir? Six. Oof. They take double damage. And then there's something else, right? They need to make a reflex save, I think. As opposed to will? Yeah. Like, it's in their, it's all in their mind. So, like, they're physically getting out of the way of their illusion, I guess. And if they don't, then they feel like they're stuck. So weird. I'm assuming it's the kind of, like, if you physically flinch, you realize it's not real. Oh, that's fair. Oh, boy. All right. While I'm trying to figure all of this out, uh, can you please describe to me what is happening to them? They suddenly find themselves standing in a field of wheat. Only, as they look around, they realize that the wheat is actually copies of me eating everything. The ground, the air, the plants... And my jaws are unhinging and trying to gobble them up from their feet. So if they miss that reflex save, they're stuck in my throat. (laughs) All three of them failed. That's awesome. And they are all (laughs) stunned for one minute, which means I guess they're stunned three. Yeah, it doesn't say that, but I would assume so, yes. But on their turn, they can try to save again. I would say at the end of their turn, because they should at least lose one turn for being stunned, right? Oh, yeah, definitely at the end of their turn. Actually, it does say that. It says it can attempt a new will save at the end of each of its turns on a success. It displeases the illusion. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, that's a lot of stuff that just happened there. That was fantastic, Rob. Yes. Hell yeah. If I could give hero points, I'd give you a hero point. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you okay there, Sean? <laughs> Here, Rob. Here. I can't give him a hero point. You know why I can't give him a hero point? Because he has three. Robert, use your hero points. I don't need to. Apparently he doesn't need them. Okay. How many actions was that? That was two. It was one to move and then two to cast a spell. Okay. So one of the Scarlet Triad members, who is a human, who ran in from the other room, looks around at what's going on and proceeds to run to the weapons rack for one action, grabs a great club as his second action, and his third action is to come back to where he, oh, he can't, he can only go to there. Jeez, okay, so now he is armed, but that's his entire turn. So one of the dwarf Scarlet Triad members, the one next to Twin Talon to his west, who is stunned and flat-footed, is just standing there, can't do anything. His turn is over. He's going to make a reflex save. It's a will save from then on. Oh, for a will save. Okay, not much better. I'll keep the five that I rolled for a 20. So he fails and is still stunned. Soraya. Well, I'm going to move a little bit closer because I want to see how far away can I stay and hit this guy. Okay, so I'm going to move about 10 feet closer. I'm going to throw a bomb at the dwarf that is not looking so hot. She was to the left of Swintalon and directly above Brianna. Yep, the one that's stunned, sure. (laughs) Yeah, the one that's stunned. I'm going to throw a greater alchemist fire, and then I'm going to have a little bit of fun because I can splash in a 15-foot cone. So it's going to hit this guy who is highlighted orange and then splash at the first guy that I hit, 
the dwarf that's right, and like the two dwarves that are are right in line with him. You're splashing to the north, right? To the northwest. Okay, so I just put a 15 foot cone up for you. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna I'm rolling my attack now. Boop. That's a 31. So does that hit this stunned, flat-footed? Oh yes, <laughs> without a question, it hits them. Awesome. So he's going to take, and of course, a 31 won't. uh, 31 will not crit. No, but he's going to take 3d8 damage, three persistent fire damage if that doesn't kill him. And everybody else is taking three fire splash. Okay, so 14 points of fire damage. So it's probably not going to take him out, but it's going to get close. How much of it is persistent? There is an additional three persistent. Three persistent. And the three splash to... All the other dudes. I already gave the splash to everyone, but... Shrink! Persistent fire. I said I was splashing to the northwest specifically, so like it'll hit the guy, like this guy, who's like almost dead. Oh, oh, okay. All right. So you moved, you threw, you have one more action? I do. <laughs> Has anybody been taken off the board by that? No, not yet. <laughs> I'm going to aim for that same guy again with another alchemist fire. Now remember, persistent doesn't stack. Oh, where? But I'm hoping if I can get that other guy with splash again, he might just heal over. <laughs> okay. Gonna kill this guy. Three damage at a time. Hey, you know what? If it works, it works. Yeah. Damage is damage, man. Damage is damage. 21 will miss. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hero point that. Sounds good. Alrighty. Greater bomb, plus 18. I mean, how could you roll worse? Why would you put that curse on me? Shot! There's only two numbers that are worse than a three. What are your chances of rolling it? Will you just shut the fuck up? Well, she didn't roll one of them. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> That's a 34, which is a critical hit. Thank God. Hell yeah. Yes. Get him. <laughs> okay. So roll 3d8. What? Let's draw your crit card. Oh, that's right. I get a crit card. Ah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Maximum effect. All right. So auto max damage. So what's 3d8 would be three times eight is what? 24 times two is 48. Am I doing that math right? Correct. So 48 fire to that one guy, plus the, the three splash to everybody else. Okay. Would you like to describe how you kill two people? Oh, there's just a gout of flame that erupts and just washes over them. And then there's just like ash and charred bodies that just hit the floor. <laughs> Hell yeah, good job. And Surya cackles like I just did. All right. The table and chairs where they were sitting are also now on fire. The playing cards, I assume, are ash. The gold, however, is just very hot. Yeah, it's probably fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so now that Soraya's turn is over, I just want to take a step back to the stunned condition. Yes. It says stun typically includes a value, but it might also have a duration instead of a value such as, quote, stunned for one minute, unquote. In this case, you lose all of your actions for the list duration. So our instincts were correct. That is that is correct. So for 10 rounds of combat, they just can't do shit. Yeah, they can basically make one save per round, and if they fail, they just continue to do nothing. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just putting some fire onto everything, which is ironic for those of you who have been playing since the beginning, because didn't this whole thing start with a fire? It did. A fire in the assembly thing? Like there was a meeting? Town hall. Yeah. 
We call for heroes. Town hall meeting, yeah, yeah. In fact, I believe that was the name of the episode. We didn't start the fire. We didn't do it. Well, we did it this time, but that time we didn't do it. Yeah, we did it that time we didn't. And we had the entire town singing, I think we didn't start the fire with the bucket brigade. (laughs) I believe you are correct. Well, I think we should take a few minutes to reminisce about, you know, not starting the fire, except for this time you did. And I'm not sorry. And then let's pick this up um, next week. How's that sound? Sure. All right. I mean, if we have to. This is a good place. Yeah, why not? Yeah. He All stopped right. it at the end of someone's turn before basically baiting somebody else. That is such progress, Sean. Oh, you <laughs> jerk. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Die podcast please visit us at crackeddiepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Tabletop Audio. Visit them at tabletopaudio.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tabletop Audio. This episode was edited by Nathan please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in making this. If you would like to join our Patreon, please visit us at patreon.com slash crackeddiepodcast.